What up, y'all? It's your girl, Batty B, and welcome to my podcast, A Dose of Queen B. Tonight's subject is relationships, popping or not. <laughs> so recently this week, I took to Instagram and asked you guys what you wanted to talk about, and we voted for relationships. I also created a poll um, with several questions from you guys um, that you sent to my inbox, and we voted on those, and we will go over the results from that as well, and I also will give my take on it as well. Um, As you all know, I recently just got married last month to the love of my life, and I'm in a great space right now. Um, Just still kind of in a shock phase, can't believe it happened. Um, As you all know, or if you don't know, I've been with Michael, it'll be eight years in November. We've known each other for 19 and a half years, Um, so there's a lot of history involved in the lives of Brittany and Mike. (laughs) But it wasn't always easy. Um, A lot of people from the outside looking in um, always would hit us up like, oh, you guys have the greatest relationship. I want to be like you guys, blah, blah, blah. And we do have a great relationship, but we're just like any other couple. We definitely had our bumps in the road and, you know, getting to know each other and figuring out exactly what he needs, what I need. Um, It definitely was a challenge, but it definitely is something that I do not regret. And I definitely feel that God was in our relationship, which is why we are where we are now. But enough about me. Let's get into it. So tonight, we're going to start off with what men want. Yes, we're going to start with the men, ladies. <laughs> so I think the struggle point in relationships is we often don't know what the opposite sex wants. And that's because we do not take the time to get to know each other. Nobody wants to get to know the other person. This generation is so fast paced where it's like we're fucking first and then getting to know each other. And then it's like oh my God, why did I sleep with him or her? Like, we have nothing in common. (laughs) So I think we need to take it on back and we need to date. Like, we genuinely need to date. Dating is like die. Like, (laughs) it's like 1% of the population is dating now. Like, dating is so important. It saves you so much time and heartbreak in the end. So let's get into it. What men want. Personally, just from what I've experienced from dating and also from being in a relationship for almost eight years, um, these are the things that I feel like a man man wants, excuse me, or men want rather. So I'm going to run down a little brief list and then I'm going to go a little bit into each. So I think praise and approval, respect, a sense of sexual connection, emotional intimacy, space, and security. I think these are the top things that men want in relationships. So let's get into our first point, praise and approval. We all know that dudes have huge egos. Like, and I ain't just talking about, you know, what they pack and be okay. <laughs> we know that men, just like women, they love praise. And I think that it's very important Um, For you to constantly provide reassurance to your partner about himself. Um, And this includes like his career path and choices that he makes, um, his attractiveness, sexual performance, and also how they are as a boyfriend, fiance, and or husband. 
Um, I think it's very important for us to do this for men because I think we grew up in a society where we were taught that men don't need these type of things, that women just need this type of praise and approval. And I think it goes both ways. I think men need that as well. You know, I feel like just based upon for my own husband, I know that that was something um, that was important to him. You know, he looks to me a lot of the times, you know, about choices that he makes or things that he does with his appearance and et cetera. And he's coming to get that validation from me because I am the person that he's with. So ladies, it is our job as our partner, significant other to make sure that we are giving those praises and approvals. You know, babe, I think your new job is great for you. You know, you made a good choice. I think this will, you know, enhance your future, blah, 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 blah. Baby, you sexy as hell. You look bomb with that haircut, okay? That beard lined up just rain like, okay? You know, even if he gain a little weight, losing a little weight, you know, acknowledge those things because that makes him feel good as a man. If he put that shit down in the bedroom, you know, let your nigga know. Like, damn, like, okay, daddy, like, you did that. You know, like, these are things that matter to them. So we want to make sure that, you know, not only are they giving, and that we're giving as well and not just taking. Like, you know, it has to be a give and take. Moving on. Respect. Respect, 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 ladies. <laughs> I'm a Sagittarius, so I can tell you now that I have a mouth on me. And everyone who knows me knows that I have a mouth on me. Uh, this is something that I had to definitely get together because Michael will definitely not control me or try to change me. But it was times where he was kind of like, okay, like, you doing too much. <laughs> And I'm going to need you, you know, to scale it back. Like, I'm your man. I'm not your child. And I think we have that tendency to talk to men as if they are children, when in fact they are men. Even if they are doing things that we feel are childish or things that we do not like, per se, we still have to work on how we are approaching them about the things that we don't like or the things that they're doing that we don't like, etc. Um, So respect is huge, you know, not embarrassing him in public, in front of his friends, like that's major in front of your friends. You definitely want to be mindful of those things because that can piss him off. Like, damn, like she just going to play me out in front of everybody. Like, you know, and I'm supposed to be her dude. So we definitely want to be careful with our word choice and the things that we are saying to our men that can cause um, them to feel like we disrespected them. Um, moving on. So a sense of sexual connection, as we all know, (laughs) men are sexual beings by nature. Okay. That is their thing. So I think it is very important, um, you know, to make sure that you have, uh, intimacy with your partner and that's not just, you know, sex. It could be, you know, whether that's kisses and hugs, you know, greeting them when they come home, maybe like massages or even cuddling. Like as long as men are experiencing like physical touch, (laughs) they're good. Like that's really all they want. You know, like you can give them that little, you know, sex and something to eat. They stay straight. So I feel like it's important to make sure that we are tapping into those things and, you know, give it up often. (laughs) I mean, I feel like, you know, you and your partner should talk about, you know, you know, what's expected of you. Um, How many days a week do you feel like we should be having sex? 
because that also causes miscommunication. There are times where women don't want it as often as men and sometimes it can be vice versa. So I feel like that's something that you should like agree on in your relationship and stick to it. Um, it doesn't have to be planned. You know, you don't have to be like, well, we don't have sex Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You know, if you agree to three days a week, um, then, you know, whatever three days you want to do it. But just make sure, you know, you're getting it in. <laughs> um, emotional intimacy. So I definitely know that growing up, a lot of men were taught that, you know, crying is a form of weakness, um, that you shouldn't cry. And I totally think that's bullshit. I feel like if you're hurting or you're going through something and you want to cry, you should cry. To me, it definitely doesn't make a man appear weak. It shows me that you're human, that you have a heart, that you're able to process your emotions in a healthy manner. It definitely does not make you weak. So I think that we need to stop, not even think, I know, like going forward, we need to stop drilling this into our young son's heads that crying is weakness because it's not. And I feel like, you know, if your partner is going through something, you definitely should be that support system that they lean on. The person that they can come to, that they can feel okay crying in front of, that they can feel okay praying in front of. You definitely want to be that person for your partner. Moving on. Space. Oh my God. Space is so important. Space can save your relationship. (laughs) Space is critical. Like you do not have to be with your partner 24-7, 365, 366 in the leap year. Let him go out and let him roam with his boys or his family, whatever the case may be. Um, Because that also shows that you trust him. When you are constantly blowing up their phone 24-7 or you got to track my iPhone track, whatever the hell is called on a phone and you texting them every 25 seconds and you giving them a curfew when they come home. It's like, God damn, are you my mama or are you my girl? When Michael tell me he going out. Okay. You're going out. Now I'm about to watch some shows more than likely <laughs> or do my own little thing. I'm gonna go to sleep, you know, do your thing. The only thing I ask is that, you know, you let me know like what time you coming home because I do worry like something may have happened, especially with the time that we live in. And that's the only thing that I ask. Like, honor the time you said you was going to be here and I'm good. We ain't got no problems. I don't give a fuck what you do. Um, But I think that definitely allowing your guy to go out and have that guy time is definitely a critical aspect of a relationship. And it allows you guys to actually miss each other. <laughs> like when you around each other 24 seven, it's like, bro, get the fuck out my face. Like, Go somewhere else. Do what you're going to do. You definitely need that time apart. So space, ladies, it's okay to let them breathe. You got you to gotta develop that trust. <laughs> and if you don't trust them, you damn sure shouldn't be with them. Moving on to our last point for the guy, security. And this is really important. Um, all of these factors kind of tie into um, a man having security. So with that being said, you just want to know... A man just wants to feel that he's secure in your life. Like he's your number one. Um, you're the person that he, you, blah. He's the person that you want to be with forever. And it's important to, you know, reiterate those things throughout the day. You know, as women, we expect for our guys to text us little messages, blah, 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 whatever throughout the day. But men also need that too. You know, it doesn't hurt to say, hey, babe, just want to check on you. See how your day was going. Love you. Talk to you later. Like that can change his whole day. 
So don't just expect for him to do it and you not do it as well. So give him that sense of security. Let him know that you're thinking of him. You know, you miss him. You know, I'm going to catch you later. Whatever the, you know, it may be. Yeah, so try that out. Let me know how it works for y'all. But I think, you know, I hit the nail on the head. (laughs) All right, so moving on to the ladies. What women want. Let's go ahead and list those and then we'll get into it. So I feel like women want to feel love. We want to feel safe. We want to feel seen, sexually desired, appreciated, and as if we can count on our partners. I feel like those are the top important things for a female in a relationship. Um, So let's get into it. Feeling love. Or everybody wants to feel loved. You know, you want your guy to tell you that he loves you. Um, that you're beautiful and that can be in any form or way you know that you guys want to do it you know guys a a quick message here and there or maybe even a note some flowers you know something that she's been saying that she wanted um for most girls who need it I guess a post on Instagram or social media whatever she feels is a sense of love and that's for you guys to discuss um, but you know, it doesn't hurt for you guys to do that thing every now and then for the person that you love to show them that, Hey, you know, baby, I love you. Like, you know, it's us period <laughs> moving on feeling safe. Feeling safe is definitely important to me, especially as a woman who grew up without a father. So having a strong man in my life and feeling safe wherever I go is very important to me. I never have to question anywhere I go that, you know, I'm going to have to fight my own battles or my dude going to sit back and watch. If a dude is out of line, he going to check that, period. Like, I ain't got a blink say nothing. Like, he going to get right to it. You know, going out, he always makes sure, you know, that he comes to my side of the door first, that I'm in the car and I'm safe before he gets in. When I go to the gym, he walks me down to make sure that it's safe. You know, he's getting the door for me. I'm always on the inside when we're walking down the street, you know, just to make sure I'm good. I feel like those are given. You guys should be doing that. Let your girl know that, like all stage, she's in good hands. <laughs> Moving on to feeling seen. Listen, because this is where y'all dropped the ball. This is like critical for a woman. Feeling seen, which means listening to us and really hearing what we're saying. A lot of the times, I know that guys tune us out because we talk so much or we nag, as y'all like to say about certain things. But if we're constantly saying things and repeating them, it's because it's important to us, which means it should be important to you. So I really feel like this is like the top thing on every female's list. Like if I'm saying something, pay attention to what I'm saying because I'm saying it for a reason. And I shouldn't have to, you know, ask you or you shouldn't be asking me about something like I told you about that was important to me because I'm looking at you like you really got me fucked up. (laughs) So definitely being that listening ear that uh, we can depend on, kind of like our diaries to an extent, you know, everything you can't tell your friends um, and some of them ain't your motherfucking friends. But anyways, (laughs) sometimes you just want to confide in your partner about certain things and you want to make sure that, you know, he's hearing you um sexually desired (laughs) for women in order to get us going I know for me like you gotta you gotta put that work in because I'm you know I might not be in the mood all the time let's be honest but if you gonna shoot me a message you gonna say some shit like you know man y'all little outfit you had on this morning had a nigga feeling the waves with you I'll be smiling from ear to ear at work like okay you know he he seen 
me. Now I'm feeling good. You know, maybe we just had a baby and our body is not the same and things are changing. Um, Or maybe you gained a few pounds or lost a few pounds. You just want to feel that you're still sexy. And it's up to you guys to let us know, like, damn, babe, you still, you know, that bitch, you know, no disrespect or whatever. You talk to your girl, you know, you still bomb. I still love you. Like, damn, you thick, da, 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 you whatever, however you want to praise your woman. But it is definitely important, especially in the society that we are in where body shaming is at an all time high and women are constantly trying to live up to the expectations of these Instagram surgery models. <laughs> it is important to let your girl know that natural is still beautiful, whether she's a size 20 or a size two, whatever. Let her know that, you know, you appreciate her. Moving on. Er, rolling in. Appreciate it. <laughs> Women do a lot of things for men and oftentimes it can be taken for granted. Uh, things that men are feeling like, oh, a woman should be doing because, you know, that's her role, quote unquote. And it's like, damn, like, I don't have to do these things, you know, like, I could be trifling and not do shit. So it's definitely important, guys, to let your woman know that you appreciate everything you, that she does, whether whether that is cooking, cleaning, um, getting things organized for the house or for you guys together, helping you with your finances, paying the bills, buying the groceries, whatever it is that she does, you know, it takes nothing to say, you know, babe, I really appreciate, you know, the way that you hold us down and the way you do these things, blah, 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 blah. It goes a long way. I clean my house every Friday, whether I'm tired, sick, whatever, the house gets clean. And it never fails that Michael will say, thank you, baby, for cleaning the house. You did such a great job. It smells good. looks great in here. Like that makes me feel good. Like, I'm not going to live in a fucked up house, but I appreciate him acknowledging that, hey, even though I probably wasn't feeling good or I had a long ass day, I'm going to make sure the house is straight. Or if I cook dinner, he's like, thank you, baby. That was so good. Like, you got to make that again. You know, whatever. I love it. I love it. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of ladies out there love that too. So show your appreciation, guys. And the last fact is let us know that we can count on you. Nothing is worse than knowing that you cannot depend on your man for shit. Like, (laughs) I think that is the most irritating thing in the world. Be a man of your word and do as you say. My mom used to always say that to my brothers. So be a man of your word and do what you say. If you say you're going to do something, make sure you get the shit done. I don't want to have to come home and it's like, oh, damn, I forgot I was rushing. Blah, 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 blah. Michael used to do that all the time. (laughs) He's gotten so much better at making up the bed before he goes to work. Woo, so proud of you. (laughs) But yes, be a man of your word. Like, that is the biggest pet peeve of women. Like, if you say you're going to do something, do that shit. I shouldn't have to fucking sit here and wonder, did he do it or not? Like, I should be able to trust, like, okay, he said he going to do it. That means it's going to be done. So... There you have it, guys and ladies. Now you know what men and women want. So that should help you out a lot. (laughs) Moving on, let's go ahead and roll it all alone. So a lot of times in relationships, I feel like they don't work out because we constantly jump from relationship to relationship and we never allow ourselves to look at why the relationship ended the way it did. And we're also carrying a lot of baggage from the previous relationship. You don't want your pain to pick your partner. Meaning that 
you don't want the hurt from a previous relationship to to drive your mentality to drive your drive to like be with somebody else because you're hurt so I'm gonna be with this person because they can fix me and make me better and I really feel like this is the reason why so many people end up brokenhearted is because they have not dealt with the pain from the previous relationship and it just keeps repeating itself in everything because you're bringing in those situations from the previous relationship not even allowing this relationship to possibly bloom and it can be a great guy or girl however because you have so much emotional baggage it's going to be very difficult for that relationship to even grow so I think it's important to make sure that you are fully healed um, from a previous relationship before you decide to talk to someone else because I know for sure speaking from experience that I did that I was looking for love, looking for love, looking for love, looking for love, and just like jumping into these relations or situationships because all of them was relationships if we want to keep it a buck. Um, and I had to just step back like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I was like, wow, like I clearly don't value myself to even put myself through this. So that's also another thing, self-love, making sure that you love yourself and you know, not jeopardizing that for anybody or anything. Um, I definitely took about almost two years off from dating before me and Michael got together after my last relationship because that was just a shit show. And I was like, I can't keep going on like this. Like, I can't keep doing this to myself. Like, I know what I want, but I'm constantly settling. And I'm like, I don't want to be by myself because at that time I'm like 21. I'm 21. I want to be like in love. And I knew that I always wanted to be like in a serious relationship. I always wanted to get married. I wanted to start a family. Those are things that I always knew. And, and I was mature for my age for the guys that I were dating who were not on my level, but I just was like, okay, I'm gonna date him because he cute or because he got a car, because he got a job dating for all the wrong reasons. (laughs) However, um, once I took the break, away from my after my last relationship and I really just started being in tune with me that's when everything fell in place because I wasn't concerned about the relationship or finding this person it actually found me um and it was definitely a process going through it um you know not dating cutting off all of those old roads (laughs) deleting them numbers, blocking them on social media, like trying to avoid all the temptation because it's important to do so. You know, you can backpedal. You had him nice, like, damn, like, I can call this nigga right now, you know, <laughs> but you like, no, 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 like, I got to be strong. So for me, um, what happened was it was my senior year of college. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to, you know, focus on my studies and I'm going to get more involved in church. So I started um, praise dancing. I was going to Bible study. I was going to church every Sunday, but I wasn't like involved. So I got more involved in doing that and just really building a relationship with God and, you know, rebuilding myself and trying to make myself in the image that, you know, he created me in. Um, I think that was a big key to me finding out ultimately who I was and what I wanted (laughs) in a relationship. I used to have like this ideal list of, you know, what the perfect man was. And I was going by this list and it was like, this list is bullshit. Like this list has got me nothing 
but hurt fucking around running around with these whack ass basketball players who ain't shit <laughs> quickly scratch that off the list um but no like just having this false perception of what the perfect man is and in reality there is no perfect man you're either going to find someone that's close enough to what you want but it's not going to be the full package it's going to be something that you know he doesn't have that was on your list but at the end of the day I feel like if that person has the majority of what you're looking for then you hit the jackpot you know you're never gonna find the, the perfect man every everyone is flawed just like there's no perfect woman but needless to say that I feel like it's very important for you to take time back to focus on yourself and reflect on why the last relationship didn't work. Um, there's nothing wrong with seeking counseling for yourself as well. That's very important. That's something that I also um, did as well. And it was very helpful into understanding who I was as a woman and why I was making the decisions that I was making. Um, a lot of times in the black community, going to therapy is just look just frowned upon which is ridiculous to me it's definitely a tool that can help you navigate your life so there's nothing wrong with going to therapy is very helpful um we have done it as a couple and also individually so um it's very critical to your life and there's nothing wrong with getting help when you need help but nonetheless um closing on that subject (laughs) Um, simply just recover from your past relationships before you jump in to a new relationship because you definitely want to make sure that all those wounds are closed. You don't want to be the vag lady bringing all this shit in from your last relationship, blaming Brandon for the shit Justin and done. And he like, bitch, I don't got time for this or you. I'm out. Peace. And then you miss out, you know, on that one. So get it together that goes for guys too because y'all be doing that shit too trying to compare us to fucking brenda keisha and tamika and bitch i'm fucking brandy like i don't got time to play this shit (laughs) so yeah that is it on that all right so let's move into this poll of questions that you guys sent me via instagram all right So I asked you guys a series of 11 questions and we're going to get into that now. So the first one that I asked is in a relationship, should a man be responsible for all the bills? Uh, 46 people said no and one person said yes. And I was kind of like, the one person who said yes, I'm not even going to put them out there like that. I was just like, okay. Anyway, (laughs) so um, here's my take on that. I know that it was said out that, oh, the man is the head of household. The man makes the most money. The man should pay all the bills. It's a new era, okay? Women are making just as much or even more money than their spouse. Hello, shout out to my ladies who's out there securing them bags and getting them degrees. I see you, woo woo. And also, I don't feel like a relationship should be that way. I feel like expenses should be shared. And that's just my take and that's how we run our household. We split everything down the middle except for rent. Michael does pay a little bit more than me, um, which was his choice. I did not make him do that. Okay. (laughs) Um, But for everything else, we split evenly down the middle. Um, Hey, what do you got to pay? Blah, blah, blah. I need to pay with you. Okay, let's go half on this. Blah, blah, blah. Do you need help with this? We help each other. And I feel like that's the way it should be. It's a partnership. It's not a dictatorship like it's a partnership where you guys should be working together to help each other and I feel like it helps you to 
be able to save more and do more when you work together and it's not just one person doing and paying for everything like I think that's lame and that's whack and that's fucking out anyways moving on to question number two does moving in together before marriage ruin the relationship 44 people said no and three people said yes I say no because me and Michael lived together for let's see we've been in this place together for almost four years and we lived together in Oakland for a year and a half so almost five and a half years of living together out of eight years of our relationship and we moved in together we got together in 2011 Michael moved to Oakland I want to say 2013 I think yeah 2013 in October and then he asked me to move with him (laughs) and I said no because I didn't want to leave my friends and my family in LA and he was pissed and (laughs) that did not cause me to budge I budge when I went to visit him for his birthday and it just sucked leaving him I cried at the airport and everything because we had been apart for like six fucking months before then and then I ended up moving to Oakland in May um, when I got a job up there um but we lived together way before we got married and I'm very glad that we did because oh my god like living with somebody is definitely different than just dating them because when you dating it's like okay we didn't fuck or we didn't kick then you take your ass home and I'm gonna see you later but when you live with somebody like you live with that motherfucker you with them every day so you gotta learn their habits they do's and they don'ts they gonna have their little mood swings it's crazy like for Michael Michael was really messy like he was a type of person that when he come home he just throw shit and I'm just like what the fuck is that like I wasn't raised like that my mama didn't play that shit like bed needs to be made it can't be a fork in the fucking sink when you go to bed or the house not clean (laughs) so I definitely was not used to that so we definitely got into it a lot because I'm like I'm not about to clean up the house and you're gonna be fucking it up like you know what I'm saying so we will always get into it about that and then he learned and then he learned how to clean the way that I wanted him to clean because Michael would clean at. He didn't clean up. <laughs> we want to keep it 100. So he learned. And then I learned, you know, that he wasn't great at certain things. So certain things I would take on and I would give him the stuff that he was good at. And, you know, it, it took a while for us to get it together. But we finally got it together. Uh, but living with somebody is definitely difficult. It is not easy because it's two different lifestyles coming together as one so it does take time to figure out you are gonna butt heads but eventually you will figure it out but I am definitely pro living together before marriage sorry not sorry (laughs) moving on question number three are you comfortable with dating someone who family does not like you 21% of voters said no and 27% said yes me personally, I am a okay with dating someone who family who doesn't like me because I'm dating him. I'm not dating the motherfucking mama, the daddy, the brother, the sister, the cat, the fucking dog, the fish. I'm dating him. <laughs> Period. So you ain't gotta like me. I don't give a fuck. Like, 
okay, you don't like me. That's on you. You know, I'm always going to be cordial. I'm going to be respectful of whatever. I'm never going to disrespect his family in any type of way. But I just went and did with them. Like, I'm good. Luckily, I don't have that problem. My in-laws do not hate me (laughs) from what I know. (laughs) But I don't have that problem. And my family loves my husband. So I don't have that issue. Um, However, I can understand how it could be a a complicated situation. um, Because sometimes the family can have a great influence on... Um, the woman or the man, you know, where they're probably constantly telling them things are in their ear and they may get sick of that shit and like, fuck it, it's not even worth it. So it all just depends on who you're dating and, you know, how they're going to handle it. But for me, I say the family don't like you, fuck them. <laughs> Moving on to question number four. Is cheating a deal breaker for your relationship or marriage? 18% of voters said no and 29% of voters said yes. Where do I stand on this? First of all, cheating for me is a no-no, especially if it's sexual. So Michael already knows that that's a fucking deal breaker for me, regardless. Like, if you fucking cheat on me, it's a wrap. Because that was something that I experienced through every relationship that I was in. And I don't fuck with that. Like, no. Now, if it's a version of cheating where it was like a text conversation, like you was entertaining conversations, then... I probably would be more willing to stay. But if you fuck the person, I'm out, period. Like, no, that's that's out. But if it was something like that, like you texting somebody else or, you know, you on a dating service and you got a little profile or some shit, I, I, I'm going to stay. You know, we can work that out. Like, okay, we're going to have to rebuild the trust because it's been broken. But we can fix that. But if you're fucking somebody or you have a baby with somebody else, <laughs> it's over, period. Next question. Um, can you date a woman slash man who has kids from a prior from a prior relationship? Um, ten voters said no, thirty nine said yes. I think that I could date somebody who had um kids from a previous relationship if the baby mama is mature and respectful, because there are a lot of situations where the baby mamas be lit, and I. I ain't the one. I've been a be somebody motherfucking ass and then I'm going to be in jail. <laughs> so uh, it definitely depends. Like if the baby mama is tripping and she doing the most every single time, I'm not going to deal with that because I feel like, you know, as a man, you need to get that together and you need to let her know, you know, hey, like this is not what it's going to be. Um, So I feel like as long as it's not disrespectful and the person that um, the parent, the opposite parent is mature, then I can deal with it. But if she doing the motherfucking most in order for both of us, you know, not to catch a case, I'm, I'm, I'm a back out. <laughs> All right. So our next question was, is it okay for your partner to be friends with his or her ex? 26% oh, 26 voters, excuse me, said no. And 23 said yes. Uh, personally me, I feel like it's okay for my partner to be friends with an ex-girlfriend if there's nothing there, like if there's no chemistry, they both moved on, whatever, and they cool, that's fine. As long as she never disrespects me or crosses any lines, I don't have an issue um, with him being friends with his ex because how I feel is I am that bitch, the baddest bitch. And if you fuck over me, like you're fucking stupid. So that's just how I feel. Anyways, no bitch can never take my place. Often imitated, never duplicated. <laughs> Moving on to our next question. Joint bank accounts. 28 voters said yes. 
and 25 voters said no. All right. So I used to be the type of person who was like, hell no, I ain't getting no motherfucking joint bank account, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm going to have mine. He going to have his, period. And I had a conversation with somebody who's very dear to me. And I remember we brought it up and I said, and then she was like, well, I have a joint bank account. (laughs) With my husband, and I felt so bad because I was like, I hope she don't think like I was judging her. Like I had like a little moment. I had to go to her like as a woman. Like I didn't know way was like disrespecting you. Like I have a lot of respect for you. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and her marriage, I love both of them. So I was like, ooh, I felt a little bad. But I also could see exactly where she was coming from. Um, in a sense, I feel like it is definitely okay to have a joint bank account, but I also feel like you both should have your own. So yes, you can have a joint bank account together, but I do feel like, um, each person should have, you know, separate bank accounts. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't mean you're hiding anything and it's good not to have all your eggs in one basket. So there you have it. Next question. Um, if you do not want to have kids, but your partner does, do you compromise what you want for the sake of the relationship? 27 voters said yes and 15 said no. Here's the thing. I think that this is something that has to be discussed ahead of time. And this goes back to dating and getting to know your partner in the beginning. Because if these things are discovered earlier on in the relationship, then you kind of, you know, can decide, okay, which way you want to go. Like, okay, she doesn't want to have kids or he doesn't want to have kids. And then are you willing to compromise? um for that person um I used to say like oh um I didn't want to have kids because I didn't want to mess up my body (laughs) conceited vain I know I was like no I don't want to have kids and I was like because I don't want to be fat like I always say like you never seen my dad's side of the family like all the women is big as fuck like I don't want to be fucking fat and Michael would just be like that is so selfish (laughs) Like, that is so selfish. But as I grew older, I was like, well, I do kind of want to have a child. You know, I think it's great that God bless women with the ability to have children. It's definitely a blessing. I'm like, okay, I think I will be a great mom. And I love my nieces and my nephews. And I'm like, damn, I kind of do want to have a kid. Um, But there are some times that people get married and they don't talk about this and their partner genuinely doesn't want to have kids and it causes them to like go through a divorce or if they're not married, a breakup and you feel like, damn, I wasted valuable time, especially for women, because we have to have our kids in a certain time because you stop producing eggs. So it's like, damn, you wasted my time. Now I got to look into other options. But I definitely feel like if you're in a relationship, you should compromise, talk about it, you know. Um, but if it's going to be something that's going to cause you to be spiteful towards your your husband or boyfriend or even the child, then I say don't do it. Excuse me. But if you feel like it's something, you know, OK, I'm willing to compromise. Maybe he wants four. and You like, look, I can give you one <coughs> or maybe two. I feel like y'all should meet somewhere in the middle. But that's just, you know, my opinion. Moving on to our next one. Um, can you date someone who doesn't share your religious beliefs? 29% of voters said yes and 21% said no. Personally, me, I cannot date someone who doesn't share my religious um, views. I am a believer in God. And I feel like the person that I'm dating, I definitely want them to believe in God. <laughs> like, 
this is a godly house. Like I, you know, sin, but I do praise the Lord. I say my prayers. I'm thankful for my blessings. I do go to church. I'm not saying that I know the Bible inside and out, <laughs> but I definitely am a believer uh, in God. And I feel like it's important for me to be with someone who shares the same beliefs that I have, because if we decide to have children, I want to instill those beliefs in them as well. So for me, I would say yes. Um, can you date slash marry someone with poor credit? 32% of people said yes and 13 said no. Um, yes, you can date or I would date or marry someone with bad credit. Michael had horrible credit <laughs> when we were dating and I helped him fix it. I was like, oh no, like what the fuck is going on with this score? Like, it was embarrassing. I'm not even going to put him out there like that. But I helped him. I worked with him and I helped him get his credit score up. So he had a lot of little things that were in collections and all of that. We went through the report. We caught these people. We got the stuff taken off. Eventually, I helped him get his credit built up. I told him what steps to take. And now he's in that young 700 club. So <laughs> yes, it is possible to date someone with bad credit and help them fix it. Like... You know, that's what you should be doing better in your partner. So for those of you who said no, I'm like, y'all scandalous. What if he everything? But because he got bad credit, you like, nah, I can't do that. Y'all better, y'all better help y'all partners. <laughs> and our final question was interracial dating. 36% of voters said yes and 13% said no. Personally, me, I've never been the type that's been attracted to anyone of the opposite, uh, not opposite race, but of a different race, rather, excuse me. I've always dated black, and I just felt like that's what I grew up seeing. I saw black couples, and it's nothing wrong with interracial couples because I have friends who are in interracial relationships, but it just never was my thing because I always felt like that person can't relate to me and what I've been through as a black woman or in America. Like, they can't relate. They can't feel my pain. So I always wanted to date someone who looked like me <laughs> and who could understand my daily struggle and pain that I'm going through. But to those of you who are working it out interracial, much love to you. Keep it going. Do your thing. And that concludes our poll for the day. And so now we're going to go into our last segment, ladies and gentlemen. This is our last sip of tea for the night. And it is the closing some remarks of me, Queen B. <laughs> all right. So um, as we all know, guys, relationships are hard work. Both parties definitely have to be willing to sacrifice in order for it to work. This is definitely why it's important to not only get to know your partner, but to set clear expectations. Oh my God. Sit down and actually talk about what the future looks like. Does it include marriage? Does it include children? Any of those important key aspects to you? Does it include moving to another city, starting your own business, etc.? Oftentimes we cause our own heartbreak because we fall in love with physical, but not the mental. Don't ignore red flags, red flags, red flags. <laughs> if there are things that are deal breakers for you, then you definitely should walk away sooner rather than later. Keep your business your business. Go to counseling both jointly and individually. Have sex often and, and most importantly, never stop dating. I don't care how long you've been together. Never stop dating. Keep it alive. 
keep love flowing. Do your thing. Keep it fun because that's what started it. So you definitely should do that. But ladies and gentlemen, that is all I have for you tonight. I want to thank you so much for tuning in and Please, please, please give me your feedback on what you think about the podcast. And if you guys love it, then join me next week. And I'll make sure that I post something to my Insta story regarding the topic for the week so you guys can give me your questions in. I will also love to have some guests. So if you would love to guest star on my podcast, let me know. I would love, love, love to have somebody in here acting a pure fool for me. But... It is time for me to go. The snacks are calling and so is my bed. It's your girl, Queen B, and I am signing off. Have a great night. Love you.